Hi, I'm Scott Stone. Chad Run. And I'm Joe Rosati. And this film is called A Perfect Life for Northwest Convergence. Hi, I'm Danielle Oliver from Northwest Montana, just finishing up my North Pacific Northwest tour, and you are listening to NWCZ Radio. You're surfing through another dimension, a dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming, of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho, existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to segment two of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Coming to you from the deep, dark heart of the Proctor District here in Tacoma, Washington. We've had a full day of artists coming in here and uh, chatting them up and eating pizza and... Rocking and rolling. God, it's just been a red letter day. It has. It has. Anyways, hey, I'm the Gimmer, and I got my buddy Kevin over here. Hello, hello. And Double D, what's happening, buddy? It's great to be here. <laughs> well, I know, you're just so excited I'm today. I'm so excited, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. looking at you is like watching paint dry right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. It's been a long day, okay? It's hey, let's see, day. what do we got going on on segment two here? We have Scott Stone, Chad Ruin, and Joe Rosati from the film A Perfect Life. And from Montana, we have Danielle Oliver. She's going to touch base with us over the little phone lines. We had a nice little chat with her. Indeed. Transiting Montana, in fact, from Washington. Yeah. Transiting? Transiting. <laughs> Across the grid. Yes, that's correct. Faring herself and her bandmates. I think it was just her right now, though, wasn't it? I don't know. We should have asked. Yeah, I think we did. I oh, believe it was. I think you forgot. <laughs> she was meeting up with her band. Could have happened. Yeah. Way to pay attention. Thank you. Interview. Thank Watch you. it. People will listen to it later on and they'll go, wait a minute. He, they didn't talk about that. He's totally lying. <laughs> so, hey, you know. Uh, One of us was right. This past week was a pretty interesting show on Wednesday night uh, of uh, the Grit Rock and musical yarns from the counterculture. The mashup of grit, 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 grit rock and yeah, musical tell yarns. Yeah, me what happened with that. Uh, you know, it was uh, probably four weeks in the making. We hatched a plan to get together, and uh, instead of doing a two-hour show and a one-hour show, just combine and do three because... You know, uh, my show is pretty inclusive of a lot of genres, but I'd say my focus and uh, selectors' uh, focus sometimes lie very much along the same path. Mm -hmm. So we thought it'd be cool to see if we could integrate set lists that we came up with independently and get them to flow. So it was born from that, and uh, we created an event on Facebook, and one of my high school buddies chimed in with a uh, with a great suggestion for a backbeat for the entire show, of course, with the modulation on the voices over it, and, you know, <laughs> excuse me. So uh, we headed over there. And it was, uh, I don't remember what night of the week it was, surprisingly, but, uh, uh, you know, it was Grandma Cat and I ferried ourselves across the grid over to Selector's Place, and uh, Sister Ray was there, and Marshall Hands on the dials behind the board, and it was just 
uh, you know, a, a great, great time that, that evening of grit yarns is what it, yeah. Three hours. Yeah. Three no hours. commercials, no commercials folks. That was that. I mean, it, it, what it boiled down to was, uh, over an hour and a half of music and, uh, a little less than 30 minutes of, uh, grandma cat, myself, hands, selector and nice. sister Ray. Rapping. Wait a minute. That doesn't add up an hour and a half and 30 minutes. That's only two hours. Oh, I'm sorry. Two and a half hours of music. Mm. Yeah. My okay. bad. My yeah. bad. Focus is on the music. No. Focus is on the math. <laughs> Not nah, today. Not really. today. Math. What am I is talking about? Is there a quiz about? today? Yeah, really. Am yeah. I in my underwear? The quiz is, if can I keep track of all my scraps of paper that I have crap written on? So, hey. Yeah. Selector's got this cool show on Wednesday night. Yeah. You guys got the show Wednesday night. We've got the Rock Pit on Wednesday night. Let's go, let's go through the uh, full-on... Uh, nwczradio.com calendar, shall we? Cause oh, you mean like from memory? We can do that. Memory. I think we got it. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's kick it out with Sunday. All right. Uh, Sunday. I don't know. What's shaking on Sunday? It's at 7, 7 p.m., <laughs> the hooligan honky-tonk hour. Yes. Uh, those guys are pretty crazy. It's probably the one day I can't do from memory. Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> just all day long, you're just, just blankness? Right. Can't even create any new memories either? No. <laughs> not nice. anymore at all it nice. doesn't matter what day of the week it is so <laughs> sunday 7 p.m is a hooligan honky tonk hour yes. and then at 9 p.m on sunday is this very show right exactly here exactly what you're listening to now the northwest convergence zone show uh this show was born as a podcast it still remains a podcast but uh, this is when we stream it mm-hmm. every week uh so then we've got monday Yes, New Music Monday is one of my favorite times of the week for certain. Mm-hmm. I'm tuned in every Monday for New Music Monday. That's 5 to 7 p.m. And the night shift afterwards. Right, from Samson. 7 to 10. And here's a little shout out to uh, Mr. Dave Samson. Thank you very much, brother. Uh, he's going to be wrapping up the show here. Uh, I know it's going to be running to the end of November. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a shout out right now to all you DJs and music types out there. Northwest Convergence Zone Radio, NWCZ, is looking for a DJ or host for a jazz or blues show to replace the night shift on Monday night. So uh, get those wheels spinning in your brain, and if you got something, uh, possibility to throw at us, uh, give us a holler here at what NWCZ Radio at gmail.com. That being said, let's move to Tuesday night. Tuesday night, you know it's the aquarium with uh, Kingfish. The Big Guppy. Yeah. Seven, great two, seven to 8 p.m. 7 to 8 p.m. And then, uh, that, and then afterwards is uh, <laughs> Metal Zone. The Northwest Metal Zone. Metal Zone. Northwest Metal Zone. What with a our, following they have. Our good buddy Chance. Yeah. yeah. Probably the biggest following of, of the regular bunch there. They're blowing up. I know, man. You this Metalheads, man, they're just die hard. And once they drop anchor, man, it's game over. You know? Yep. It's game over. <laughs> so yeah it's tuesday night from 8 to 10 is northwest metal zone and then wednesday night from mm-hmm. 5 to 7 p.m it's grit 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 rock Go with darren right. selector get your dose of modified vocals with selector <laughs> he's well he's got a new producer here coming he, up, he does so yeah things are gonna change krushka right yeah i think he's got him and krushka are gonna give it a ride for a little while and it's mike krushka from legend of bigfoot yes his ears are burning suddenly right now across town. <laughs> uh, let's see. So then we have uh, Wednesday. It's from 7 to 8 p.m. is your show. My show. Yeah. Oh, my show. Yeah. Musical Yarns from the Counterculture, uh, mm-hmm. where we experience uh, everything that we can. Uh, right. We'll take it all. Take in the most of life, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I feel it all out. Uh, yeah. Definitely with the uh, hippie hipster focus, though. Nice. That's a great show. Thank you. Well, you know, I think Wednesday nights is just badass anyways i think oh it's the night of greatness i dubbed it the night of greatness and it's just it has legs yes people so are feeling it we we wrap up wednesday nights wednesday night of greatness f- from 8 to nine thirty live straight from the studio with enter the rock pit with, indeed with myself and chance and evan and jake and metal boy because he's metal boy on wednesday nights right, right. not wonder boy is he metal boy on tuesday night too with he could Northwest be if he wanted to but yeah. it's pre-recorded, so <laughs> oh, it's actually not that's in right, here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure that if he's referred to, he's still Metal Boy. Probably. Probably a chance wakes up in the middle of the night, you know, out of a cold sweat nightmare. Just, <laughs> metal Boy. <laughs> 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 do, you, do you listen to metal? 
metal boy he has yeah. to okay it's required well he has to put these shows together so oh come on if you're putting you're producing shows he doesn't I mean, you don't have to listen to the music. He's listening to them. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> so that was Wednesday night. So Thursday nights, we have from 6 to 7, SMI, Seattle Music Insider with Greg Roth. Yes. He always has cool interviews with, uh, you know, international and artists. Speaking of which, he just posted a, uh, I think it was a blog post today about um, kind of his own personal survey of the, one of the things most near and dear to your heart, you know, the best of uh, King Five, Western Washington. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. God. Yeah, he, uh, he kind of gave his uh, personal thoughts and opinions uh, on it based uh, from the perspective of someone who's trying to help the music scene. He likened uh, trying to cover the Northwest music scene as to trying to get a drink of water from a fire hose, which, you know, I mean... It it's really kind of is. It's it's impossible to cover <laughs> cover everything going on out there in Pacific Northwest music. Yeah, it's true because it's not uh, it's not just rock and roll. It's not just any. I mean, this this genre rich area up here, target rich environment, yes. target rich. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Thursday. So from seven to nine, this show uh, repeats. It's, That's right. It's rerun. So this Thursday, seven to nine, you're going to hear. Uh, Gimmer and myself and Double D holding down the fort again. Making it happen. Uh, yeah. You won't hear Daryl on Thursday night. Nope. Daryl. He'll, he'll still be in Canada virtually. We are Daryl free Thursday night. <laughs> awesome. And let's see. From 9 to 10 Thursday night, we have The Rock Report with Savage Ernest. Our buddy Ernest Jasmine, former scribe of the News Tribune. Still does current, some stuff in Weekly, doesn't he? I think, he's, I think he's freelancing doing stuff for the Weekly. Yeah, yeah. Seattle, Seattle Weekly, Weekly Volcano, and who knows what else. He's just, NWCZ Radio. He's just getting himself, yes, NWCZ Radio. And I still see him out on the scene all the time. He uh, he just does that so he can always have a press pass. You know? uh. <laughs> you get to go to concerts for free. Why but not? he goes to enough, so you should get it free. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, you support the Persona scene. Persona Grata? Yeah. So, those Thursday, Friday night... We have from 8 to 10 is To The Rhythm, uh, Badass House Music. Uh, what about Chaos Radio? Trance. Uh, I was going to rewind. Oh, you? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. is Chaos Radio. Radio. Radio right. for the masses. Radio for the masses. Yep. And then 8 to 10 is To The Rhythm. And most people don't know this, but uh, To The Rhythm is replayed l- most late nights on the on the station now everyone knows it nwczradio.com be there music 24 7 pnw indie music yes so isn't it lovely we uh listened or we talked with uh scott stone chad ruin and joe rosati of the tacoma film a perfect life and uh let's see how that whole thing went down wonder boy all right you're back with the northwest convergence zone this is the Gimmer, and I've got uh, Kevin over here. Hello. We're, uh, we're your hosts today, as you know. And today we've got Scott, Chad, and Joe in from the film, the Tacoma film, A Perfect Life. These guys are the brain trust and basically everything <laughs> that went into doing this film, including the star. Guys, it's good to have you in the studio. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Definitely. So what's the deal with this film? I mean, I've I've uh, been hearing a buzz about it. Why? Tell me. Well, Chad, you go ahead and introduce that if you'd like. All to. You, you. Oh, man. it's all me. Yeah, you start it. Well, it. Uh, we were very excited to be able to shoot it in Tacoma, just from the resources that we've had here, the families, friends, locations, uh, and started submitting it to film festivals and. Uh, First one we got into was the Park City Film Music Film Festival in Park City, Utah. Mm-hmm. And um, the and soundtrack uh, won a gold medal uh, over there for, as an award, which was pretty cool because uh, Chad and I did the most of the, I think all the music, didn't all we? All the music. All the yeah. music. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no, no. Rich Bundy. Oh, thank you. He See, that's why date. I asked. He did the date. Yep. 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 Okay. And Rich Bundy. Glad you guys are clear on that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. right. There's going to be a little, well, now that I'm living out of town half the time, at, at least, that there's going to be some stuff we need to clarify. And, uh, and then we submitted it to the Seattle True Independent Fest Film Festival. 
that happened in June and uh, were nominated for Best Feature Film and Audience Choice Award and, wow. and sold out. So we were very excited about that. And now we're back to have the film in both Tacoma and Gig Harbor Film Festivals. So I think that's the start of answering your question. Unless yeah, we're I, doing good. <laughs> so what, what made you guys uh, just even take the first step with this project? Well, um, Scott and I wrote this other film uh, called Man of Perdition. It's this crazy western zombie movie and um we were invited down to hollywood to pitch to this producer and um he basically told us this is awesome but um nobody's going to give you that kind of money until you go and prove yourself cut your teeth on a film basically Mm -hmm. so we literally got in the car drove home and we were in pre-production on this thing probably (laughs) three days later yeah yeah just went right into it i think joe and i were on a chairlift snowboarding and i got the call from uh chad hey i think uh I think Joe would make a great um, Brian, and that was it. We were on the porch yeah. pretty much the next day, pretty yeah. bro. Trying to figure it out. And so, yeah, and so Scott and Chad were coming back, and they knew that they needed to make a movie, and Chad started going through the, the scripts that he'd already written and uh, thought of what one can we actually do. And, yeah. And that was kind of the, the seed of how it all started. It's the only one we could afford to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Didn't yes. have any CGI dragons no, in no, it. No, no CGI dragons. Well, yeah. and it was original. Jousting scenes, yeah. you yeah. know. Oh, you know, there was one, but didn't we have to take that out? <laughs> well, you know. Well, it's re- in the bonus features. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that. So let's give the listeners a little synopsis of the movie. Okay. Well, Chad, please. Since it's um, it's about a homeless guy that uh, he imagines his perfect life. The, um, the wife, the kids, two-car garage, you know, white picket fence, dog, house in the suburbs. And uh, as he's imagining it, it starts to come true. He's not homeless anymore. He's an architect. And as the film goes on, his fantasy that you think is a fantasy, it starts to unravel and you realize, okay, this guy isn't fantasizing the perfect life. He already lived it and he blew it. And this Mm. is why he's homeless telling his story to anybody who will listen. That's basically the gist. Yeah. Sounds like the feel-good story of the oh, year, too. Yeah. Huh? Well, it Makes you all warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> Pushes a lot of buttons. Yeah, but it, you've yeah. already had people see this show and and vote on it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and they dug it. So, yeah. all right, I'm digging it. We, we've got a little clip of uh, the film here off of uh, the interwebs. I think we ought to roll with some of that real quick here. Went to Wonder Boy. So that was a familiar voice right there, guys. Uh, I believe that was Mr. Ben Fuller. Yes, yes. from China Davis. Yep. So how, how did he get involved and how is he involved in this film? Well, he's been a friend of mine for a very long time and uh, about 10 years. And I've always thought, you know, his music needs to be out there and he, he'd send me stuff. And I shared it with Chad and he, Chad was going over some music that I sent him and it took, it took a little while. And then Chad yeah. just, after he was kind of, Tying the trailer together, go ahead, Chad. Yeah, you? I had about three different versions of the trailer, and and just the music just didn't hit right for me. And um, I was going through the songs that Joe had sent me earlier and heard that song, and I was just like, I didn't even have to re-edit the trailer to it. It just laid it on, and it was perfect. Nice. Just, so just, he only appears in the trailer. Is that just the trailer? Clear? Yeah. Yeah. His his yeah. music is is just in the trailer, but it's it's really helped get people to kind of feel and know, yeah. what, know what the film's going to be about and the mood of the song is just it's beautiful and it fits perfectly excellent so how did you guys you know get involved in in filmmaking and when i mean filmmaking i mean you guys you know uh scott you know you're the director of photography and producer on this film chad writer director editor 
and producer. Joe, you starred in it and are a producer. I mean, this is an 87-minute movie. I mean, it's not a little 15-minute fan, you know, yeah. fan deal. Uh, you know, what got you into wanting to do it? And once you started it, is it, you know, how is it going? I mean, is it still <laughs> what you want to do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't have a choice. Did you go to school? No, no. Well, I went, I went to the art Institute for music video, but, um, now you're doing both. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I have to make movies. It's like, it's all I know how to do. (laughs) Now, Scott, how are you in this equation? I mean, are you, are you the, the, the guy on the side or they, they bounce ideas off of and, uh, maybe gets, you know, some of the bread together and, well, interesting story how I met Chad. Uh, oh, yeah. I was I was in Joe's backyard, uh, and Ben <laughs> used to drive uh, a truck for a beer distributing company and dropped off a keg, and it was real important that we drank that keg before it go flat. <laughs> so, uh, so on day two of this journey, well, day one, uh, the conversation started about um, what I hated about zombie movies, and uh, so I concepted a film. And it just sort of was channeled through me, and I started talking about this film, and the crowd gathered and gathered, and everyone freaked out. There was this huge response. And Joe had recently worked with Chad, who I'd never met, on uh, one, of, one of Chad's episodes of uh, When the Man. When the Man. And, yeah. uh, which is brilliant, silent picture. But uh, uh, Joe decided I had to meet Chad. And I was this, on day two, I'm sitting in a kayak, obviously beer in hand. In, in my backyard. And, yeah. Not in the water. No. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. Safety first. That's exactly. right. Hey, you know. No life vest, but I, I think I'm it was glad okay. he wasn't in the water. Yeah. I was wearing a helmet. No, I wasn't. <laughs> water wings. Wearing a helmet. That was the next day. <laughs> so, uh, so Joe is on his cell phone for you know, a period of minutes, and he says, hey, Chad's going to be at your apartment in 20 minutes. And I'm just shit-faced. I'm like, great. <laughs> yeah. So I get to meet this serious filmmaker that I've he never met before. He didn't live very far, thank God. To pitch this script that I thought of yesterday. <laughs> and... Uh, so I tell him the story, and, he, and Chad responds by saying, I don't ever collaborate or work with anyone. Uh, I've got way too many projects to even think about starting another one. But this is the idea I've been waiting for my whole life, and I'm going to drop everything to work exclusively with you on this script. And it launched a friendship that, uh, you know, he's my best friend in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was, it's been amazing. And... Uh, um, so we started writing Man in Perdition, mm-hmm. and uh, it led to Perfect Life, like yeah. Chad explained, and here we are. Yeah. So in a nutshell. So wow. October 11th. Yes. At the Tacoma Film Festival. Tacoma Film Grand, Festival. Grand Theater. 8.30 p.m. Yes. Yeah, you had to make that sure it was yeah. correct there. Grand p.m. C- yes, p.m. We don't want those 8.30 a.m. fans out there. With their bagel and right. You don't know what they're doing <laughs> when to watch a movie at 8.30 a.m. Fife. So, <laughs> so uh, the Gig Harbor Film Festival as well, October 15th. Yes, also 8.30 p.m. 8.30 at the Galaxy. Yes, uptown uptown theater. So, uh, we you you spoke about uh, this idea, uh, man of perdition. So now, is that coming back into your your frame of uh, thought right now, or are you still going to be doing stuff with this this uh, a perfect life? Um, well, a perfect life is kind of an ongoing thing. We do stuff for it, you know, here and there and, and it builds and grows as it goes. But it's all promotion now. Right, right, right. right. Um, yeah, all the artistic stuff is all all done and over in the can. Yeah. Um, and um, we both started, Scott and I started writing comedies, different comedies, and um, every now and then something will accidentally sort of happen with Man of Perdition that we keep coming back to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's written in the stars, something is supposed to happen with this movie. And uh, I, I've never seen a zombie western like that has depth and soul, <laughs> but still brutal as hell. And uh, yeah, well, I'm a big zombie, it's nasty zombie and awesome. movie fan. And John Wesley Harden is the main character. Really? Yes, that's amazing. And it's fairly historically accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for the zombie apocalypse. Which <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, it could have happened, but maybe no one was around to uh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If a zombie apocalypse happens and no one's around to hear it, <laughs> did it did really it happen? Ha- <laughs> did they really go? <laughs> so, no. Joe, how'd you get tied in with these guys? Uh great question. Well, I. I did a film, an independent film back in, shot in the summer of 05, uh, called Limbo. 
and um, was working with Chad at the convention center in Tacoma. And some someone said, you got to meet Chad. He's, he's really into movies too. And we met and had a friendship and then started working on a couple of shorts. And um, then I got involved with Randy Sparks, who's been on the show as well, and did a couple films with him. And over time, you know, like uh, Scott and Chad were saying, Chad mentioned a little over a year ago that, you know, I'd, I'd be really good in the role of Brian for Perfect Life, but, you know, didn't want to see me go through another downtrodden uh, character. And I said, bring it on. I really <laughs> like to do something like that. That's really, you know, I'm kind of a Charles Grodin buffoon type character in Limbo. And this is really, you know, this took a lot to really go to some of the depths that Brian went to. And um, w once, once I got fired from my second job uh, in Tacoma bar <laughs> bartending, it was just like, it, I got to do something. And Chad and Scott came back from LA and I was just glad that I, I didn't uh, have much of a job going during the time and uh, was able to really focus on it. But yeah, I mean, I know Chad, I known Scott for years. We went to high school together and I known Chad for a couple years and it just seemed like, God, let's, let's do it. And especially we didn't know what we were going to shoot the film on. And Scott was online looking up the, the Canon 7D and showing us the footage. And, you know, it was about a $2,500 camera. And then we ordered some, uh, what, the uh, Steadicam from India, of all places, that was about $1,300, so it became affordable. And Chad wanted to shoot it in Seattle. And I thought, God, if we can do this in Tacoma, because my family has a house here. And it just all kind of fell into place. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of the gist of, of how it all came together. So. I think Fantastic. the projected budget was what uh, over thirty grand, and yeah. uh, we shifted to Tacoma, and uh, dropped about two yeah. thirds of that price. Given, yeah. our, given our networking and everything, and and the, the good graces of everyone here in Tacoma, we we, we shot it for next to nothing. And really, pretty, so you, you had know. a you had a, a target of thirty grand. Is that what you're saying? And that, well, that was that was Chad's original. That was my initial guess. Um, just in permits and securing locations Stamp and that permits. sort of yes. God. And uh, we moved it here and wound up making it for seven thousand dollars. Outstanding! Uh, That's amazing. We okay, had seven <laughs> into eighty-seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was great because when we went to go find distribution for the thing, we'd get these distributors and agents and stuff going seven thousand dollars. Seriously, I have suits that are more expensive than your movie. <laughs> But yeah. it rocks. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. We're, I, have to, I have to say, uh, I, I watched the trailer a couple times now, and uh, I, I found it very thought-provoking myself. I'm definitely going to make a point to get out and see it if wow. I can. And, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, 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 if, you uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, folks, uh, you definitely should go and do that. And what, what's the, uh, where's the website that I found that at? Uh, well, there's www.a-perfect-life.com. That's that's one of the main yeah. places to see it. And yeah. it's on YouTube also. Right. Yeah. yeah. Under Chad Ruin a Perfect Life. Yeah. I think that's the best way to find yeah. it on yeah. YouTube, right? Outstanding. Yes, I recommend everyone go and uh, watch the trailer. It's uh, It was pretty thought-provoking for me. Right yeah, and, and we filmed, I mean, we filmed at uh, Marsha's Silver Spoon. Um, Love that place. We were able to go in there, and she stayed open longer for us, and we basically, to film there, we bought everybody some food and then gave her a fat tip. Yeah. <laughs> at Wright's Park. Um, Wright's Park was interesting just because there was, we were shooting a bum scene, and two bicycle cops pulled up, and the younger one is like, I can even smell the alcohol. And we had water in the bottles. <laughs> that sounds like cops in Ray Park. <laughs> yep. And then the older cop looked at us apologetically and was like, oh, are you guys shooting a film here? We're, we, we're sorry. And they, they wrote off. And that was our you know one of the experiences shooting there. So we've really had um, a lot of great experiences shooting in Tacoma. We shot at Ravenous. And Peggy was nice enough to just let us shoot there. You know, mm. I love for, that restaurant. Yeah, That's so fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'll shout and the out rooftop of Embellish. Yep, yep. Shot there. Scott's known uh, uh, Trish for years. And, oh yeah. yeah, Trish and I've been involved in a lot of projects, but it was really nice that she supported us yeah. on this. Yeah, because we needed a rooftop. There's not a lot of those where you're having a guy that's very scantily clad well naked a I sock think, <laughs> there, yeah okay. mr sacco yeah i had yeah. to have a sock over 
<laughs> and that yeah. was the one day that it didn't rain, so we had to make our own rain. Oh, great. Yeah. Which yeah, was we awesome. Bu- built a yeah. rain rig yeah. for the Northwest. That's a that's an interesting story. Good times. And and we also shot at the uh, Tacoma Convention Center as well, because yes. they've been very supportive of, of Chad and I, because we've worked there over the mm-hmm. years. So anyway, so in a nutshell, that's kind of where, where we've primarily shot the film, and it's all in, in Tacoma. And then, of course, my brother, Chris Rosati's house, he was gracious enough to... Let us shoot there, and his daughter played my nie- my daughter uh, in the film. So it's it's very Tacoma film. Fantastic! And I'm, I'm really thrilled that you love the trailer. It was interesting. I was with uh, Joe's other brother, and uh, we were at Sundance in Park City, Utah, and uh, the folks uh, from another film festival were there. And my iPhone and headphones went around the restaurant. You could see people break out into tears mm-hmm. as they were watching it, and it was really interesting to to provoke that much emotion oh yeah it was a close thing for me i'm the child of two hippies so it it, it almost got me there awesome yeah i never i never would have known that about you kevin <laughs> having met you and talked with you we've spent special time together yes, though, Gibber. don't pretend like we haven't i know <laughs> so guys it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you and thank you and everybody out there remember october 11th 8 30 at the grand cinema in tacoma the tacoma film festival you want to check out A Perfect Life and the Gig Harbor Film Festival, October 15th at 8.30 at the Galaxy Cinemas in Gig Harbor. Gentlemen, I'm sure we'll have you on the show here again when uh, your next little golden nugget rolls out. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll try to <laughs> pump it and promote it as much as we can. And hell, hopefully uh, down the line we're reading about your $7,000 wonder here <laughs> and, and feeling good about the fact that you made a whole mess of money and were able to <laughs> fill Man of Perdition after it. That would be nice, and we we also we did get world distribution from uh, Echelon Studios. And Fantastic! Yeah. We're, we're waiting to hear back. You know if it's going to be on Netflix and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but the, it is available for sale through Echelon uh, US If someone did want to purchase the film, it's already available mm-hmm. for twelve ninety eight. Oh, that's wow! Beautiful, awesome deal. <laughs> fantastic, folks. Get it. A perfect life. We want to thank Scott, Chad, and Joe for coming in here, and uh, guys, we'll see you again. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, South Sounders, looking for something to do? Check out the Tacoma Comedy Club. Hey, thanks, Chance. You know, I am looking for something to do. Sunday nights down at the old Tacoma Comedy Club, you have In the Pocket. Badass jam band starts at 8 o'clock, covers 7 bucks. Wednesday nights is open mic night. Do you make old people laugh? Do you make children cry? Bring your act down there. It's free. You got 10 to 20 comedians every Wednesday night. Uh... I can't think of a better thing to do on Wednesday night for free. So, Thursday night, we've got Jubal Flag Presents. What does he present? He brings in headliners from around the Northwest who aren't playing any shows that night. So you get a $15 show for only $10, and that's at 8 p.m. Saturday night, Friday and Saturday night, 8 o'clock and 10.30, $15. Jose Sardoy, 2011 Rocky Mountain Laugh-Off Champion. You're going to want to check this guy out. Tacoma Comedy Club. Located at 933 South Market or give them a call at 253-282-7203. Hey, so we had a really nice little conversation with this gal over in Montana, Danielle Oliver. What an incredible voice. Am I wrong? Uh, You're not wrong at all. Uh, Great music. Thank you. Definitely very bubbly and energetic. Yeah, she's got an EP out right now called uh, Sun for Snow. And uh, I think you really want to check that out, people. And check out this uh, interview because we play some of her music. Hey, Wonder Boy.
Yes, that was and is the beautiful voice of Danielle Oliver. Montana's Danielle Oliver. How are you doing, Danielle? I'm I'm great. How are you? Um, excellent. And we're glad that we got a hold of you. Uh, so where are you at? You're out in the middle of uh, Nowheresville again? Uh, yeah, I am basically in Montana at the moment, but we're still traveling um, back to my home city, Whitefish, Montana, hometown. Nice. So, um yeah, not that that's Nowheresville. Lake region. Not that that's Nowheresville. <laughs> well, <laughs> Last time we were trying not, to get a hold of you, you literally were out in the middle of scrub brush yeah, and I was, tumbleweeds. Exactly. Yeah, scrub brush and tumbleweeds. Yeah, by hot springs where there's nothing, no self service period apparently <laughs> for hours. So, yeah, I'm a lot closer to a little bit of civilization right now. Thank God. <laughs> nice. Well, you've been a you've been a busy kitty out there. Uh, why don't you tell uh, tell the folks what you've been up to? Sure. I am basically, um, after releasing my debut album, Sun for Snow, um, I decided to embark on my Pacific Northwest tour. I've been um, also in the Los Angeles area on and off for quite some time, and I did a release show there, but really wanted to come back to my um, my home base in the Northwest and um, do a good run out here. So I've been on the road now um, doing full band shows and some solo shows. Um, for close to a month, and nice. we've hit Portland, Seattle, and Port Townsend, and did some smaller shows like Leavenworth and Twist, Washington, plus some, um, of course, um, some college radio events in Missoula and Bozeman, Montana. Um, yeah, so keeping really, really busy, just winded down, just actually came from Washington today, and um have one wrap-up show on Friday night in Missoula at Zoo City Apparel on October 14 this Friday. Um, so I'm really excited. Um, I do love being on the road, <laughs> but <laughs> excited to wind down a bit. Sure. Well, uh, what uh, have you really been thinking about uh, what you're going to be doing here, uh, you know, for the for the fall and winter? I mean, uh, what's, uh, what's on the agenda? Um, the agenda for fall is... Pretty much I'm going to just settle down a bit and um, write a bit is what I'd like to do for the fall and winter. Um, just continue working and playing periodically. I'd love to continue, you know, developing my presence in the Northwest and playing regularly um, in Washington, Montana especially, um, maybe even Oregon. And then hopefully by spring I'd like to get on the road a little more extensively. Um Nice. Well, a yeah. month a month out. That was that's actually a pretty good run. Yeah, that was a pretty decent. It was a quite a haul, and it was it was a lot of fun, but definitely a lot of work. And so it'll be nice to kind of just sit back and write a little bit, looking at getting a video out, and um, possibly even another single this winter. So, um, yeah, I think that'll be really good. Just some downtime to and then plan for going out on the road. So. So you've been in, uh, it's Kevin here, um, you've been involved with uh, music for, for quite a while, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I um, started singing, you know, I can remember talking. My mother comes from a line of uh, professional musicians. She's Austrian, so um, there's a lot of that culture and that type of music, classical music influence in my life, and um, she let me start piano lessons when I was six, and so pretty much very little I started learning and I studied piano my entire life and into college and um, yeah broke out into songwriting also pretty young 11 I started writing songs and really got more and more into the writing end of it in high school and then definitely into college where I studied creative writing as well and um, really started to learn more of the elements of the singer-songwriter and Kind of that aspect of music and standing sounds like you have a lot of drive and uh, passion for for what you're currently doing and it's, absolutely yeah <laughs> it's culminated in a, a release which you mentioned uh, at the house of blues in west hollywood uh that was this past yeah. february right yeah it was just the very end of february um and i did do the show at the house of blues in west hollywood and it was um it was a ton of fun it was really fun to have um friends and family and all sorts of people Absolutely. come out for it. And that was the yeah. Sun for Snow EP? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called Sun for Snow. Um, and it was it is my first release. And um, I actually returned to Montana to record it up at Snow Ghost Music with Brett Allen. Mm-hmm. And um, took some time, you know, the majority of 2010 working on it and 
drawing from all sorts of past material I'd written and reworking that into new songs, and then some of the songs are brand new, like Advice, and then kind of putting it together into one cohesive so project, really. Where can we uh, where can we check that out and uh, and listen, perhaps preview it and purchase it uh, for all those out in Internet Radio Land? Absolutely. Um, best place is my website. It's DanielleOliver.com, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, Oliver.com. And um, I have, yeah, a store page there, um, like Bandcamp they can preview and download. Um, I'm on iTunes, Amazon as well, a lot of other sure. online avenues. Um, Facebook, I have a presence on Facebook, like me. You can get all my, probably the best way to get any updates as far as meeting on the road and everything is just to to like my facebook page really <laughs> sure sure i believe i actually did last night <laughs> oh nice <laughs> yep so we we kicked off this interview with a song called casualty of me uh from your son for snow ep now we're going to roll into another tune called advice wonder boy how about drop that for us it's That is the song Advice, and we are talking with Danielle Oliver. Beautiful yeah. music, Danielle. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, we want to know, um, where's your influence coming from? Uh, I mean, who are, you, who are you listening to right now, and who, uh, who was it that uh, really got you into uh, bringing out this sound to, to the people? Um, you know, that's always a tough question. I... I've influenced by so many different kinds of music, and you've probably heard that from other musicians too. But never, um, never. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, like I said, I was influenced a lot early on by a lot of classical, a lot of operettas, and all of that. So I to really pop rock or anything until quite a bit later, almost like an early teen. I started investigating that myself, and um, yeah, I got involved in all kinds of different genres. I listened to like hard rock for a while and and then pop and went into what was popular at the time and I've just started investigating a lot and um so I'd say originally like songwriting when I first wrote like my first version of Adrian um a few years ago I was listening to a lot of you know old Tori Amos stuff and um PJ Harvey and Jewel and a lot of the Willis Fair era singer-songwriters. Sure. And, um, that kind of gave me a lot of inspiration in that area. And then um, as I progressed with, with my songwriting, I've just kind of expanded more into listening to all types of music and um, not locking myself into one has been really important for me, I think, because I, I find myself sounding particularly a lot like one if I listen to a certain genre too much. Sure. Um, or a certain artist, so I'd say like the most of it comes from just the broad spectrum of music. Um, I know like when I wrote Will I Like You, I was listening to some kind of real current pop, I think, is probably like Sarah Bareilles or something like that, and so um, I was kind of feeling kind of the jazzy moods and sat down and was like, 
mm-hmm. I think that kind of directly comes through. So, <laughs> Well, uh, we're really digging it, and uh, I know NWCZ Radio has been digging it. We, Great. You've, you've mentioned your live band, or, you know, you're playing, you know, with a full band. Uh, tell us about that. Uh, you know, where, where do they come from and uh, how often you play with them? Yeah, that's actually a newer thing. I did play with um, some musicians for the release show, but um, I'm playing with um, a whole new set of a set of guys actually from Whitefish, Montana. Not all originally, but they're all based there. And um, yeah, we really just kind of by fate, I guess, got put together and um, practiced over a pretty short period of time, and then did all our Montana shows. But they're really all um, extremely talented, very constant musicians. So it wasn't very, it was like a pleasure to work with them. Um, And we've all had a blast doing it together. So um, the rest of the Pacific Northwest I've done myself as a solo act, but um, I know that they are going to be with me on Friday again for my Missoula show. And um, it's been a really good experience. Yeah, we just experimented with some of the tracks and they're, um, like I said, really uh, great musicians. So, Kind of taking on their their own live sound, are they? With, with yeah, you know they're they're really they play in you know some of them in everything from like jazz quartets to pop acts and and all sorts of stuff. So um, yeah, it's been fun kind of developing a sound with them because it is a lot different than me going out solo. Sure. And um, and even different than the record, considering we have so many different instruments on the album and um, and everything was really organic on the record. So every, there's tons and tons of sound um and i right now i've just been doing the full band shows of four piece so um yeah it's got a really neat like rock vibe to it and it's been a lot of fun it was you know performing live with them outstanding great energy together so and what are uh if if uh not not to make you shoot off the cuff or anything but uh how about two montana bands that that maybe you've either seen or performed with here here recently that that have really uh uh, tripped your trigger in terms of you know doing being being technically competent bands and and writing interesting music. You know, I'd say I I think I like pterodactyl planes a lot. Mm-hmm. They actually are over in Europe quite often, um, and I'm playing with them on Friday. Mm-hmm. So um, I really like I really love them. Um, we just played with a band called Stella Rondo in Port Townsend, and ironically, they're from Missoula. Um, cool. and actually they had a really neat eclectic sound. Um, and then I'll just throw out a third actually was at the, uh, my Missoula show was a KBJ birthday bash and the box cutters were really impressive to me. I actually knew the drummer beforehand, but, um, it's a drummer and guitar duo and they're just, they're very unique. Nice. I was really, really impressed. So, well, thank you very much for the tips. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right on. Well, you know, Danielle, it's been a pleasure talking with you here, and we appreciate you yeah. uh, giving Thank us. Thank you for having me on. I'm glad I. Could <laughs> yeah, we finally we we, we made the contact. We did it. Followed through. Yeah. And now it's it's going to be easy because uh, next time we'll maybe we can get you in here in the studio and get you to perform a song or two, and um, you know, just play, have some more of this beautiful music. What do you think? Absolutely. When you get when, when you when you head back this way, I hope to um, be back in the winter at some point, probably after the new year. So um, I think late winter, more than spring, is probably more realistic. So I'm hoping okay. to get back pretty soon. Well, we'll we'll be in contact with you, and we'll be keeping our eyes on you. And uh, you know, for all the people out there, uh, go to DanielleOliver.com and pick up her CD. Uh, friend her yeah. on friend her on Facebook, and you can uh, keep up to date on uh, what she's got going on in her uh, musical world there. Absolutely. Well, Danielle, we're going to close out here with uh, another song off your EP okay. "Sun for Snow," and that is "Will I Like You." And thank you very much, Danielle. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Bye bye. Bye. Am I just? Even though you're not my type That's alright Cause every time you smile
here on Northwest Convergence Zone. Uh, I'm Kevin from Musical Yarns from the Counterculture. I'd like to personally thank everyone for inviting me in to uh, help host this today. And uh, at the top of this segment, the second segment, uh, second hour of the show tonight, we heard uh, our intro is from the band Hello Electric uh, from Portland, Oregon. The track title was Bear King, and uh, I wanted to make you all aware that they will be at the New Frontier Lounge in Tacoma, Washington on October 28th, supporting bands, uh, other band, local band, Big Wheel Stunt Show, uh, The Gimmer. You'll be there. Big Wheel Stunt Show, Rock in the House, and uh, also Silent Satellites from Austria. That's going to be Austria. Uh, that's going to be a killer show. I am, you know, I, I my excitement level was pretty high for the show last week that you guys were at Legend of Bigfoot, Valis, and you know all that. And you know, uh, it, it's not that often that my lady gets excited about going to see a show. Big Wheel Stunt Show's on the lineup. She's excited with Hello Electric there. Oh boy, game over. Woo. Right on. I'm, we're looking forward to it. Oh, good. It's also going to be a you know Halloween Halloween deal. So you know, get all dressed up. Can do because crazy stuff happens down at the New Frontier. Yeah, just period. <laughs> it, there's many reasons why it's our favorite place. You know. So, uh, anyways, you know, it's been a real joy having you in here, man. Thank you. Letting the nuts run the insane asylum here today. Yeah, Isn't right. that great? Yeah, everyone got their straight jacket off. I know. We actually, you know, we pretty much have done it. I mean, we haven't hit the end button on this thing yet, right, Wonder Boy? But we've made it happen. 
and it, we we couldn't have made it happen without uh, our buddy Double D over there. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to getting into my straight jacket <laughs> <laughs> for the evening. Actually, he that's his uh, part of his work duds. He doesn't uh-huh. he doesn't wear overalls. He wears a straight jacket. Yeah, I can fix a car with a straight jacket. On. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a trick. Screw Houdini. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I can do it. I can change out a starter on a '78 GMC Pinto. Sierra Classic with one straight jacket and my legs tied up. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he swapped out the starter in my truck in like 25 minutes. Yeah. Day. With snow on the ground. I'm was, laying in the snow and he's sitting in the house looking out the window at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. It was cold out no, there. You didn't nothing want to get... you can say that's going to make that sound. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a union job. I mean, he didn't need somebody standing there, you know, holding a sign or making sure that, you know, he's okay there. Yeah, you could have dusted the snow off me when I got up. <laughs> <laughs> or helped him up, I guess. I, yeah. We could have probably done that. Get around some hand warmers or maybe some hot tea. Hot cocoa. I'm just yeah. feeling worse by the second now. And you should. Damn it. <laughs> well, you know, it's been really cool uh, uh, spending a couple of hours with you guys here in the studio. And it's been very cool spending a couple of hours with you folks out there listening. And we want to remind you that every week at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Dial on up here to nwczradio.com to listen to the Northwest Convergence Zone. And this is the flagship show of this station. We talked about all these other shows uh, in just a while ago, but this is the show that started it all. I think today was episode number 126, 25. It's pretty nice. 125. There's a word for that, but I don't know what it is. Centen 25-0. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. It's a number. That's right. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see. We're going we're gonna to be going out with Tacoma's own Todd Sykes. And uh, I want to thank you all again. And this is The Gimmer. Kevin. And Double D. And this is the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. Bam! Like growing up on TV dinners watching Fresh Prince get rich. 
Moved in with my grandma in 96. Started banging Ice Cube and wild and crazy kids. Mixed with Wu-Tang Clan, Drop Talk West, De La Soul, Snoop Dogg, and West Coast Vet. Now five is that. Plus a couple punk rock bands. It ain't no trend that I follow. I've always been wearing Vans, kids. It ain't a shock. I make records you can dance with. Clap your hands, hip hop, mixed with a little dance zig. Play some bad braids, bumping a little rancid. The brave band kids be making my shit classic. Except the fact that I'm a whiffle ball champ. Backyard bully, bully, 97 was rad. Watching Monday Night Raw till my teeth go bad. Trying to start my own dynasty like Vince McMahon. This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.